In this episode, we talk about the benefits of performing weekly reviews. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps, Big Changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at the benefits of performing weekly reviews. Now, a few episodes back, we talked about how to make 2020 the best year of your life. We talked about why it was important to really ask yourself what it is you want from the year and figure that out before setting resolutions, before setting goals, before figuring out uh, uh, what you think you're going to do. We talked about why it's important to really understand what it is you actually want first. We also talked about uh, the importance of pre-committing to something. So determining what your actions are going to be and deciding when those actions will happen and then committing to that on your calendar ahead of time. We talked about that and uh, uh, we really looked at how to go about making 2020 a year to remember. Now, one of the things we talked about in that episode was this idea of a weekly review. Now, this is something that I originally, uh, it, it originally came to me as an idea from a gentleman that I interviewed for my book uh, named Tal Gur. Now, he is best known for completing 100 life goals in just about 10 years. He's the author of the book, The Art of Fully Living. And you've definitely heard me mention him on this show. He's somebody that uh, I definitely point to as, uh, as a person who understands what is required to accomplish big, complex goals. Now, one of the things that he taught me in an interview I did uh, is this idea of a weekly review and what the value truly is. So I want to go over that in this episode with you. But before that, today is 12-31-2019. As of this recording, I'm recording this right now, live on New Year's Eve. And it is the last day to get something from the Progress First collection. So if you have not already, if you've been putting it off, if you forgot, that's totally fine. It's fine to forget, but you need to do it by midnight at 11.59 p.m. tonight, Eastern Standard Time. I'm taking down the entire Progress First collection. So head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com right now to see what is available. Our best-selling items are the Progress Over Perfection hoodie, the Progress Over Perfection cap, and the morning routine mug. So head over to www.shoptinyleaps.com right now, see what is available and pick something up before it all goes away tonight at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, so performing weekly reviews. Let's really talk about this. Now, before we jump in, I'm going to pull a quote here from an article on lifehack.org. So uh, I'm going to link to the full article in the description of this episode. If you want to give it a read, I recommend that you do. But I'm going to pull this section out here, and then we're going to talk about the benefits of setting a weekly review and sticking to it, because there are a few that I think will help you understand why uh, setting these reviews is important for 2020. So, quote, No matter how organized you are, 
how together your system is, how careful you are about processing your inbox, making a task list, and working your calendar. If you don't stop every now and again to look at the big picture, you're going to get overwhelmed. You end up simply responding to what's thrown at you instead of proactively creating the conditions of your life. Almost every productivity expert recommends some kind of review, whether it's a formal process you crank through, like David Allen recommends, or simply a few minutes of me time to think about where you're at. Although there's nothing magical about the week as a unit of time, doing such a review weekly seems to work best. It's a block of time that's very deeply ingrained in us as a scheduling unit. End quote. So the idea here is simple. Doing weekly reviews allows us to get out of the minutia, get out of the day-to-day, get out of the uh, responsive nature that we tend to get into on a day-to-day basis. We get an inbox alert, a, a, a social media thing, or a ding, a plop, a plong, whatever happens. And all of a sudden, we're like that dog in the movie Up. We're just like, squirrel, squirrel, squirrel. And that's not where we want to be. If we want to get to the end of 2020 and think, wow, this was the best year of my life. I did this, 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 this. I accomplished these things. I tried to do these things. Realized I didn't like these things. If we want to look back this time next year and just have that sense of pride of a year spent how we wanted to spend it, then we need to get out of that responsive state. We need to get out of the day-to-day grind and focus on the big picture, focus on where we're headed, focus on what it is we actually want and revisit that and ask ourselves that question over and over again. Because throughout the course of the year, that might change. You might have something happen that is external, that's outside of your control that you can't even imagine right now. And that might change the thing that you want for that year, for your life. It might change. And so it's important to go back and look at it. It's important to go back and understand it. So let's get into some benefits here. Uh, The first one is that doing a weekly review, having that appointment with yourself increases the likelihood of you actually doing it. Now, why is that? Because it keeps the goal, it keeps the target top of mind. Now, we just talked about how it's so easy to fall into the day-to-day. It's so easy to fall into that responsive place. And when we do that, we tend to lose track of what it is we're actually working towards. We're so caught up in that checkbox item, the thing on our list that we just need to, to check off, that we forget why we wanted to check it off in the first place and what it was supposed to be leading to. Success becomes about actually checking the boxes, not about the end outcome. Now, that is a good thing sometimes. It is a good thing to measure success about action and process rather than on whether or not you got this thing that's outside of your control most times. That is a good thing. But it's not a good thing to lose track of that thing. It's not a good thing to lose track of that goal because it means then that your actions are not directed. It means that the items on your task list are just arbitrary. They're just things that end up there because they feel important, not because they actually are important. When you take the time to do weekly reviews, you allow yourself to reconnect with that goal. You allow yourself to reconnect with uh, whatever it is you said that you wanted to do. And that 
that constant connection back to it increases the likelihood of you actually following through because each week you're reminded, hey, this is why I'm doing this. This is what I'm working for. This is what I want to get from this. That also means that the items you put on your checklist, your task list, whatever you call it, those items will be more founded in actual progress, not in whimsy. So that's the first thing. It increases your likelihood of actually doing it. Now, when we get back, we're going to take a break. But when we get back, we're going to cover the next two. So you're going to want to stick around until after the break to hear those. I'll be right back. I bet you're going into 2020 thinking about what you didn't get around to in 2019 and your goals for the new year. I mean, if you weren't, you wouldn't really be listening to this episode, right? Well, if you want to work towards being your best self in 2020, understand more about the world around you and make sure that your time is well spent, then Blinkist is for you. Blinkist is for anyone who cares about learning but doesn't have a lot of time. Blinkist takes the key insights from over 3,000 nonfiction bestsellers in over 27 categories and condenses them down into 15-minute blinks, which are text and audio explainers that help you understand more about the core ideas of each book. So you know how you guys always say, I get these messages all the time, oh, I love your show because it's so short, I can fit it in to my life. Well, that's what Blinkist does for books. Blinkist is literally like the tiny leaps of books, which is awesome to me. You can use Blinks to get into a topic quickly, find new topics to grow from, or figure out which books you want to spend more time reading or listening to completion. With Blinkist's high-quality audio feature, you can jump right in on the go during your commute, at the gym, or even download to listen offline. And that's why it's no accident that 12 million people are already using Blinkist to deepen their knowledge in over 27 categories of nonfiction, including self-improvement, personal growth, management, leadership, and mindfulness, and happiness. Now, I like Blinkist uh, because I... I love reading. I really do. But I'm always stuck between do I read a fiction book or a nonfiction book, right? And there are a lot, and I'm sure you've experienced this yourself, there are a lot of nonfiction books that are just not worth reading. It's unfortunate, but it is true. So Blinkist allows me to basically test drive them. I can go through books that I've heard all the rage about and decide, do I actually want to read this full book or do I want to use my time and read a fiction book instead and still gain the knowledge from the book because Blinkist allowed me to do it in less than 15 minutes. So that's my personal reason for liking this app. And honestly, I think you'll get a lot of value from that as well. You don't have a lot of time. That's why you love this show so much. So in less than 15 minutes, you can gain the key insights of a book and then you're on your way. You've got the knowledge. You've got what you need from that book. You can decide if you want to go deeper or you can move on to the next book with Blinkist. So right now, Blinkist has a special offer just for Tiny Leaps listeners. All you have to do, go to Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to start your free seven-day trial and get 25% off of a Blinkist premium membership. That's Blinkist, spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T, Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps to get 25% off and a seven-day free trial. Blinkist.com slash Tiny Leaps. 
All right, we are back. We are talking about why it's important to do weekly reviews. And the second point, the first one was that it increases your likelihood of doing it because it keeps it top of mind. But the second point, the second thing you need to keep in mind is that it uses guilt to your advantage. Now, hear me out here. This is something that I don't hear many other people in this space talking about, but it's been very valuable in my life. Here's the thing. When you commit to something, you make the decision that you are going to do X, Y, and Z. You start talking about it. You write about it. You maybe start the thing. All of a sudden, that becomes a tiny part of your identity. You start to identify with that action. Now, we've talked in the past about how people are willing to do more to avoid pain than they are to gain pleasure. This is something that Tony Robbins originally said. And we've also talked about how the act of losing a piece of your identity is inherently painful when you uh, think that you are about to lose something that has ultimately always been yours you start to have a little bit of, of rejection of that thing this is why change is so scary and progress is so scary well that's what you can take advantage of here in doing your weekly reviews because by setting that goal and committing to review every single week how did you do in relation to that goal you are cementing that goal as a part of your identity. You're cementing it as uh, a piece of who you are in that moment. And not taking the action, not taking the action that aligns with that goal is going to make you feel guilty. It's going to make you feel uh, uh, tiny, tiny bits, not, not actual pain, but like tiny bits of pain of loss of that part of your identity. And that can be a motivating factor to get you to actually do the thing. We see this all the time with people that work out regularly or that run regularly. When they aren't able to do it for a short period of time, it sucks. It sucks more than if they had never done the thing or if they did it rarely because it's a part of their identity and they feel like they're starting to lose a little bit of that. They feel like they can't identify as that person anymore. Now, we starting a goal are not going to have that deeply ingrained concept, but we can gain some of the same benefits of utilizing that, that negative motivation to push us forward. Because if we can really cement that by reviewing every single week and asking ourselves the question every week and uh, recommitting to that goal every week, all of a sudden not taking action feels painful. This is why you need to explore doing weekly reviews in 2020. It's not enough to set a resolution. It's not enough to set a goal. It's not enough to say, I want X, Y, and Z. It's not even enough just to show up every day. You have to reconnect to that goal regularly. You have to reconnect to your why regularly. You have to recommit and re-cement that goal, that, that target as a part of your identity regularly. It'll increase the chances that you actually do it and it'll help you utilize that pain and that guilt as a positive push forward. So I hope this has been helpful. If it has, do me a favor. It is New Year's Eve and somebody needs to hear this. I don't know who they are, but there's somebody in your life right now that is sick and tired of being at this point every single year and looking back and being frustrated with what they did or didn't do and they're looking to make a change next year. They've probably even verbalized it already. They've said, hey, you know what? My resolution is blank. 
help them actually accomplish that. Send them this episode. Just tell them it'll take a few minutes of their time, but it might, it might be a small part of what helps them actually change their lives in 2020. That is the greatest gift that you can give them. That is the greatest gift you can give me. Thank you so much for listening. I've been Greg Clunas. If you haven't already, be sure to click subscribe. That is the best way to make sure you never miss a new episode. I will see you in 2020. Be sure to tune in tomorrow because guess what? It is our four-year anniversary, five-year, four-year started in 2016. So yeah, it's our four year anniversary, four years of tiny leaps. That is wild. Get excited for that. I'll talk to you then. Enjoy your New Year's Eve or your New Year's morning or whenever you're listening to this. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.